Welcome to another episode of Maple Stirrups. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? What is a maple stirrup? I don't know. It just sounded good. What? Oh, come on. I, I don't. I don't. It's, it's, a, it's a bottle of maple syrup that's shaped like a stirrup. Okay. All right. I like that, too. Okay. Um, that, That'll work. I couldn't tell if Alex was mad at me for that one, or... Uh, like I just, I just took syrup's name in vain. Yeah, it felt a little sacrilegious. Like <laughs> maybe we should go to like syrup church and like repent for our syrup sins. <laughs> syrup sins. That's the only kind of sins I commit. I was about to say that sounds like a really good book title. Syrup sins. It does. <laughs> what would it be about? I don't know yet. Uh, I mean. It's a Harlequin romance. Yeah. Okay, that was yeah. my first instinct, and it takes yeah. place at like a, a maple farm, I would say. Farm, yeah. <laughs> I found out that the maple tree that's in the backyard can be tapped for syrup. Mm-hmm. That that it's not like it's not going to kill us if we eat it. Wait, we have a maple tree. Yeah, I didn't even know it's that. The ones with the leaves that look like they're from the Canadian flag, Tim. Oh, okay. I'll go out there and look. I have not inspected the trees. <laughs> You didn't inspect the trees before moving in? What are you doing? Not. I'm a terrible hork That's why <laughs> there's a de- oh, That's why there's a big dead pine tree in the that back. That might be true. That is true. Is it like, we need to do something about it, kind of? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's necessarily on the property or oh, okay. just over. However, I don't think anybody's going to be mad if we do get rid of it. You never okay. know. You don't want to fuck with trees. That's true. Legal nightmare. It is... Dead, dead. I saw that happening. Apparently, Alex didn't. I'm not sure if Jenna did. Saw what happening? The the happening was a movie. Oh, it's quite yeah, yeah, yeah. quite possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Let's all just be calm. It's a fake ficus. Yep. Literally, literally, Marky Mark um gives like a ten minute just speech to a tree about how it should just like be calm nobody's there to hurt it all this other stuff and it is a fake tree the whole thing in the movie spoilers uh is that like the plants are emitting of pheromone or some mm-hmm. shit that makes people go crazy and kill each other oh so that's what's oh no so if you're not it wasn't each other bees. it was themselves oh yeah well, whatever well, whatever but a couple people killed other people though whatever instinct people had to not kill themselves it suppressed that instinct instinct because the trees were so sick of our shit yeah and it is not good i don't know that sounds yeah. like a great premise uh, maybe maybe poor execution yeah 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 and i i love him night Shyamalan. yeah Oh, don't love that one. That explains don't love so that one much. at all. Yeah, honestly, yeah. 
I saw the kids in the woods with the jacket. What? The, you huh? know, the monsters in the woods, and then... And the jacket is what's throwing me here. The village? I feel like it's the village. Yeah. Yeah, it is the village. Also, that sounds like a James Was it a Tynan jacket comic? Or a cloak. It, cloak. <laughs> the kids in the woods with, with the village or with the, the cloak with the jacket. Yeah. 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 You know, the the artificial skins that cover so, the top yeah. half. I yeah. I the village, I like him and I Chamelon movies. The village I was less than happy with because mm. Uh, you know how he like plants these seeds that that sort of like lead to the twist ending. One of the seeds was planted too good, and I figured it out too quick. Yeah, honestly, but I still liked it. Yeah, it was okay, but it sort of ruined some of the fun when you when you like the Sixth Sense was an amazing movie, and it always will be because I had no idea. Until okay, that I was part. like ten when that came out, and I knew what the fuck nope, was going on. I had no idea. I was not prepared, and so I love it. And Unbreakable is a phenomenal movie. It's one of my all-time yeah. favorites. It's really good. Um, but yeah, that, that village one, I was a little... I liked Signs a lot, too. Yeah. But that, that it, it kind of... Like, there was one thing that was said early on, and it kind of spoiled the twist for me. Mm. I know a lot of people who hate Lady in the Water, um, but that is my favorite. I have not seen Lady in the Water in a long, long time. I just remember the guy with the one really buff arm. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so we, we might need to watch that one again. Because I don't remember if I liked it or not. I don't. I'm proud of you for having seen The Village, though, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to add it to the list. I wonder. Now we're up to 12. I wonder what the circumstances that led you to watch that movie were. I truly don't remember. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was it against your will? I feel like anytime I'm watching a movie, it's just a fraction against my will. Because, um, like, the whole time I'm like, and you want me to, like, not do anything else for, like, two hours? Like, and just be present in the moment? That sounds hard. Well, speaking of taking time to watch things, uh, we did not read a Horse Girl book this time. We have transitioned for the near future over to watching the Heartland TV show which I was super excited to be revisiting Heartland. Um, why don't you tell me why we watched the first episode of the Heartland TV show, which has like, I don't know, a million seasons out so far. But why don't you tell me what happened in the first episode of Heartland? I would love to tell you what happens in the first episode of Heartland. Lightning crashes over the old <laughs> cow skull at the barn. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready either. It's hard to explain why this is funny. Okay. We see Amy opening a trailer and then her mom leading a clearly hyped up horse out of the barn. He rears and is wild, but then Marion, Amy's mom, feeds him a mint and he chills out. And then a man, it's the owner of the horse, and he's angry and he threatens them. But then they load the horse into the trailer anyways and drive off into the storm. All is well, except it's not. The horse kicks and the trailer falls off the back of the truck and sends it spinning down to a ravine and crashing into a tree. And then we cut to New York City, where Lou is making important phone calls to investors and stuff. Anyway, she gets a phone call to come back home. And then we cut to Marion's funeral, where you see a group of people, many of which you don't yet know are the mortal enemies of Marion and and Amy. And then we go to the hospital where Amy wakes up and is like, where's my mom? And they're like, she's dead and you've been in a coma for weeks and you missed her funeral. 
Then they take Amy home, and she just has to live with all of the memories of her mom in her house. And then also at the hospital, Vet Scott says that Spartan will be fine physically, but mentally, who knows? And Grandpa's like, Marion died to save this horse, and that's Amy's problem now. So then Amy starts to return to school, and uh, normal, sorry, normal, not school yet, normal. And then her friend Soraya comes to visit, and they're like, let's go on a trail ride together, which is delightful, until an old truck passes by and revs the engine and startles the horses, and Amy immediately takes off after this truck, and who gets out but a juvenile delinquent? He introduces himself as Ty, and when she's like, what kind of idiot revs a truck around a horse? He's like, I'm here for a job. Marion hired me. And then there's this great exchange that goes something like, Marion's my mom. Yeah, well, I hope she's as welcoming as you. She's not. She's dead. So that was cool. Then Amy goes to school, probably too soon, and we see the boy who sent flowers and blah, blah, blah. Ashley's brother didn't bother learning his name this time around. He walks up and he tries to talk to her, but it's interrupted by Ashley, who's like, I went to your mom's funeral, and it was like totes the saddest thing ever. But also, relatedly, my mom just bought me a $100,000 jumper, and I'm going to be destroying you at all the shows. And Amy looks sad. Almost as sad as she looks in the next scene is when Spartan the Horse is going crazy in his stall from trauma, because he has trauma, and Ty's playing guitar. And then they fight, and Ty's like, you just can't lock up that horse forever. It isn't fair. So the next morning, Amy heeds his advice, and turns out Spartan in the round pen and just tries join up forever. And everybody's like, what happens if the horse doesn't join up? And Grandpa's like, they always join up in the end. You just keep running them until they do. So that's really interesting advice right out the gate. Uh, And then there's this whole like D plot basically about Lou going to the bank because like they're in debt and they have to like save the farm and she's going to do it. She comes up with a business plan and like goes on a weird like flirty sort of thing with the banker. No one cares about that plot. So then Amy's working with Spartan, like, later that day? Like, a very short amount of time. And this Jeep pulls up, doing exactly what Ty did earlier, but somehow it's fine this time. And the guy that likes her and Soraya get out, and they're like, come on, let's go to a pool party. Ashley's mom is out of town. And Grandpa's like, well, old Spartan could use a break, and I guess you could too. And she's like, all right, fine. So she goes, and she has a terrible time because there's teenage drinking and Someone bought her a cell phone, the guy that has a crush on her, and now he's drunk. And she's like, well, who's going to drive me home if you're drunk? Because, like, this is Canada, and that's just, you know, Mother's Guns Drunk Driving. It was on every counter for, like, years around this time. Um, Ty misreads the situation terribly. So he's like, oh, no, this guy's trying to come on to Amy, and he punches him repeatedly. And then Amy's like, Ty, how could you punch my dear friend who I love so much but also don't want to hit on me? And then they just angry drive home together. They rage drive home together. And on the way, Ty was like, hey, I thought he was assaulting you. And Amy's like, that's so sweet. We're friends now. But you know who's not Ty's friend? Grandpa. Because Ty didn't finish putting away the hay. So Grandpa's like, get out of here. Get. You're useless. And then Lou is there ruining expensive gloves because she decided to stay. Not for her family, but because the bank wants her to run the place. And then Amy yells at Grandpa. And he's like, you're making a mistake. Ty should work here still. And then we cut to the following day where Grandpa makes amends with Ty because he trusts Amy and Amy rides Spartan and all is well. That's in 40 minutes, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like the show. I did not it's like... It's not bad. Yeah, it's not... Um, th- we'll, we'll talk about some of the things that really stood out that I did like, but uh, the the main thing... That jumped out at me. Um, you said something during the recap that I didn't catch in the TV show. Jesse, who is Matt 
in the books, I yeah. think, right? Yes. Um, you said that's Ashley's brother? Yeah, that's her brother. Did, mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that that was her brother. Um, the thing that stuck out to me most, there were a few things that were different than the book. Um, the thing that stuck out, why does Ty suck? He sucked is... in the book too. Well, oh no. So we kind no, of got his backstory. Not. He didn't suck initially, but like there was backstory hints on there. I think they really wanted to like up the bad boy ante on this one. I believe that uh, as we were sitting there watching it, I said, Ty sucks. And yeah. Jenna's response was they had to CW it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that that all falls into place now. But yeah, I didn't. I much prefer Ty in the book. I do not like Bad Boy Ty. He's got to be a bad boy. Also, uh, other noticeable things that stood out to me was that Val Grant, maybe not my favorite person in the TV show, but she definitely did not suck like no. she did in the book. Mm-mm. Yeah, TV show Val Grant is a a whole different beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, ultimately, I guess the biggest takeaway that I had was that uh. Uh, aside from Ty, uh, whoever cast this show did a fantastic job. But let me tell you, Amy is Amy from the book. Mm-hmm. Like, m- I had the same, like, what's wrong with you moments listening to her talk that I did in the book. But, like, that is exactly Amy from the book to me. So I decided that that casting director needed a raise. Or casting whoever. So I've seen all all of the show except this like the the last two seasons or something are only released in like Canada on streaming services. So like all the ones that you can watch in the U.S. I've watched in the U.S. and like the casting on this show has never been an issue to me. Like they always yeah. like I can't think of any like moments where I was like wow that was horrible. Like they always like figure out a way and like it's it becomes like a rotating door of like guest actors you know because you know what the premise is, right? The people bring problem horses for join up. They have yeah. a plot together, blah, blah, blah. So it becomes like a rotating mm-hmm. door of like actors. And I can't think of a single one where I was like, wow, that was really bad. I'm sure there's some that are like bland or like unremarkable, but nothing was bad. There's, it's never been terrible. No. Um, Lou looked exactly like what I would imagine Lou to look like. But in the book, she had blonde hair. Yeah. Um, aside from like that. Aside from but easily terms, changeable things. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of being, like, if we've decided that Amber Marshall is Amy, which we have decided that, uh, then the person cast as Lou is Amy's New York sister to me. Does, does that make sense? Like, yeah. It, it's, yes. I think uh, Ty will grow on you. I hope so. Because he, he yeah. can, we're not off to a good start. Also, Jesse <laughs> is absolutely a great value brand matt to me please can we can we do better why did we change his name why is i i don't i don't like him yeah why is he ashley's freaking brother yeah because matt ended up with ashley for a while in the book Mm -hmm. yeah so this is all weird i don't like it why do we make these weird changes also uh dad Coming back this soon? Oh, yeah. do you know like, who that actor is? Uh, I have seen him before in things, but no, I do not know his name. You have heard him before I've in heard things. Heard him before? Who is it? Yeah, sure. That's Gambit from the X Men TV show. Is it yeah. really? 
I didn't. No way. Yeah. Hold on. I know he's been in other stuff too. Oh, tons. And he's in um Yellowstone as well. Is that the one? He's in one of those other popular so. shows, like horse shows. And he looks so different now. Like I saw him in like versus recent seasons. I was like, oh my god, he grew. I mean, it's been fourteen <laughs> fucking years of Heartland, yeah, more, right? But like, still, it more. Yeah, because they took oh COVID, right? Didn't have a season, so it's been fifteen or sixteen or something. I don't know. It's been a hundred years of Heartland. Chris Potter. It started in like two thousand six, right, or two thousand five, something like that. Yeah, his name is Chris Potter. Let's see what else he's been in. Everything. I can't so much. Stuff. That's Gambit from the X Men cartoon. Gambit mm-hmm. from X Men. No way. This, I've watched so many interviews since watching Heartland of him talking about like how he was like, "I'm from Canada, and I had to do this New Orleans accent, and it was real hard." <laughs> okay, he's been in a about a million TV movies and TV shows. The Young and the Restless. Like, you're just going to randomly be watching something and be like, hey, it's dad. Hey, it's dad. Hey, look, it's dad. That's what happens. I get those TikTok clips of, like, Yellowstone. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's at, like, Comic-Cons and stuff, too, and there will be, like, videos like, this was New York City Comic-Con, and here's Chris Potter. And I was like, what what are you doing here? You don't belong in this world. You're on a park horses. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything that really, oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. That's where we know him from. Is it? Is that what it is? Okay. We found the thing that we know him from. Okay. Y'all may not remember. Definitely not. A a TV show with David Carradine called Kung Fu. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Do you remember when they rebooted that TV show in the 90s with Kung Fu, The Legend Continues? Yes. Do you remember his son? Holy shit. Yeah. That's where we know him from, is Kung Fu The Legend Continues. Core memory unlocked. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a deep cut. <laughs> oh man, that is exactly it. Can we watch Kung Fu and Kung Fu The Legend Continues for some Patreon content or something? We should, Because that yeah. would be amazing to make Alex oh watch my God. Kung Fu. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever see, do you know who David Carradine is? I, I, the name is familiar, but I don't. No, off the top of my head. Did you ever see Kill Bill? That would be the, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The mo- okay, do you remember Bill? Vaguely. It was the least that's... impressive part of the whole movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's David Carradine. Yeah. And he played in Kung Fu and Kung Fu The Legend of Tears, which I remember loving that show. Then again, I was probably 14 or 15 years old. I was about old. to say, it was the 90s, yeah. so let's let's not have any expectations for it being good, but please, or like at all acceptable. If, if you're going to ask me, what is Chris Potter's biggest influence on you as a person? It is going to be the X-Men animated series, though. Yeah. Yeah. That is 100%. amazing. Yeah. And like the the... The appearances that Remy did on Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. He was also the voice. So, And then Heartland, of course. And, and then, then, of course, Heartland, Heartland. yeah. Um, can you answer one question for me, Alex? Probably oh. not. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is going to be an Alex-specific question. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. How much of this Heartland TV show have you watched, Jenna? Uh, like 10 seasons? Oh, okay. Maybe it is for both of you. I didn't realize you'd watch that much. Oh my god, it came out when I was in high school. Were you shitting me? I was eating this <laughs> yeah. up with a spoon. Um, who the shit is Mallory? 
Why is there this just random child that shows mm. up? Mm. Yeah, she's just she's part of the family, sort of. Yeah, um, she's she, just a neighbor kid. Is she? Is that what it is? Is she's a neighbor kid? She's not like. No, she just her parents live nearby, and then they like. So can I just <laughs> like spoil her parents? Are. Oh, okay, all right. Well, not not that. <laughs> okay, but like spoil like the Mallory arc for this sort of show because it's it's okay. real weird. <sighs> okay, no, you know what. No, we're gonna watch the show, so let's okay. let's let it ride. It's like six seasons long or more. The the, the Mallory arc has it already started? Am I in the middle of yeah, the Mallory? No, arc? you're you're I mean we're you're, in episode you're one. You're beginning. <laughs> no, but you you know, like is this Mallory arc something that starts in like season three? Or are we are we already Mallory's in it? there. So we're right now. Sorta. Okay, and when I say Mallory's there, or when Alex says Mallory's there, she was just on the doorstep twice randomly just standing there as someone who grew up in the country like that's not weird at all to me well it's weird to me as a plot point that there's this child who's just there and not explained i do love like the second time she's there on the porch literally they cut away from the porch and she's no longer there so you're like (laughs) mallory's a ghost yeah mallory's like i don't know what the choice to put her there was but like Mm-mm. It it becomes a thing in the show. There must be like, okay, so like here's the thing that I think that wasn't in the series that they introduced in this episode. Before Ty was in the loft and having his heart healed, uh, Vet Scott was there and went through yeah. a similar mm-hmm. arc. Yeah, and like it's the same sort of thing. There must always be a troubled boy in the loft. There must always be an orphan girl child around. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. In order for there to be balance in the force. As the prophecy foretold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did get that. They did make that clear that Scott, uh, I don't know if that was Scott's story in the book. I don't think it was. No, I don't think so. Like at all. But yeah. No, I think they, I think he just went to high school with Lou. Like, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Which I thought they were going to swing something with the banker because the banker went to high school with Lou. And then she asked the banker out for dinner. That was a manipulation like, tactic. Though. I was like, what about mm-hmm. Carl, though? Like, I don't like any of this. I don't like any of it. And then, like, Lou's all like, hey, I'm going to pay bills. And Amy's like, it's not about paying bills. And I'm like, well, it, it kind of is. Like, you want to you want to keep the place? Like, I don't I I don't understand where you're coming from here. Dude. There were so many moments of that where Lou, <laughs> Lou would reach out or like the the thing too about like when they're driving in the car and Lou says something like, it's crazy with how many cows around here, you can't get a decent latte. And like Amy's like, they're beef cattle. <laughs> and, and Lou's like, yeah, I grew up here. I was just doing a goof. <laughs> like there's so many moments like that. Ty's dialogue. I was like, did they hire somebody else? Oh my god! To write Ty's dialogue separate from everybody else's. I feel like he just showed up on set and like they were like, "Well, we didn't write any lines, yeah. for you, so just say something." So, but there was one that me and Jenna both were like, "God, that's some terrible writing." But then it had a really funny payoff. Uh, it was when Amy was walking next to the truck, and it's cold outside, and she's like, "Hey, does that truck have a heater?" And he looks at her and he's like, last time I checked. And I was like, that's awful. And Jenna's like, 
who talks like that? Nobody talks like that, right? And then she gets in, and he was like, doesn't work, though. And it did make me laugh out loud. Like, that yeah. was... All right. All right. Your bad dialogue paid off that time, Ty. But it wasn't just poor. Like that one was like the the shining example of bad dialogue. But it wasn't just that. The thing that got me was the fight scene where Ty looked so unsure of himself before he pushed that boy. And then looked unsure again. Like he kept looking at the camera like, do do I really? Do I really try to punch him? (laughs) Do you want me to kill him? I'll do it. But is that what you want? Uh, there's, There's another one. And it happened a lot in this TV show. A lot. Like, this is... Is this supposed to take place in Virginia? Are we supposed no, to buy no. the things in Virginia? Lo- oh, no, they located okay, no. to Canada. And I don't know if that... Like, so the filming location is in Canada. It's in Alberta. Yes, I knew that. And I don't know if it was a choice to, like... Like, if they were like, hey, we're filming here and we just can't hide... Like, we've all heard Lou say about, so, like, we can't, like... Hide it. We can't. We can't. There's so many people said sorry. We can't. That's what we just me can't. Out of it. I was like, n- nobody in Virginia talks like Alex. Nobody. Yeah. We, we can't use Canadian actors and have it be in Virginia. the yeah. fucking hills of Virginia. <laughs> we can't do this. And also, like, it, the winter, you could tell that they were filming in winter and trying to play it off as like it's late fall but like every yeah. scene you can see like the wind pulling back like the fucking yeah. like yeah. blood running all out their, of their lips cheeks. are chapped yeah. yeah i had a a moment I, I, you know what i'll call it a moment of outrage as they're all standing there in these big coats with these snow-capped mountains behind them and then this guy pulls up in a jeep he's like hey pool party yeah <laughs> he was like Pool party, <laughs> and then when they show the pool party, it's everybody in bikinis inside the house because it's too fucking cold to be outside. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, crack me up! And I'm pretty sure that pool was a bathtub. Yeah, it wasn't impressive. Uh, I am very excited. Not only did I learn, actually, I, I feel like the connection that I'm most excited about is that. The guy from Kung Fu, the legend continues, is the voice of Gambit. Like, that's that's the, the happy path for me. Nice. Can we get Chris Potter on the podcast? Oh, I'll try. I, wanna, I will spend an hour fangirling about Kung Fu, the legend continues. <laughs> and then the second hour will be me going over X-Men, the animated series. <laughs> and then it'll get to me and I'll be like, I got nothing like that covered both my bases. We're like, oh, yeah, so we were supposed to talk to you about Harley. Welcome to Horse Girls. Sorry about that. Yeah. We just had to go through everything else first. <laughs> that would be amazing. Dude, he seems like the nicest guy, too. I mean, I know that that's like their public facing persona, but he does seem nice. He probably wouldn't scream at us for doing that. Oh, probably not. <laughs> I am going to watch Kung Fu. The legend continues in the near future, though. I'm going to keep watching Heartland. Like, I I forgot how much I like very much enjoy this TV show. And do do I know it's mm-hmm. not good? Yes. Yes, I uh, understand. It doesn't you know have what? to be good. It's candy. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know that I would say that it's not good. The writing is not good. And like they had material that was decent. They could have just like stuck with it and they said yeah, they... fuck you. I want to put my own thing on it and it's like why? Bonnie already did the work for you. Uh, I, no, not Bonnie. It's not Bonnie Bryant? No, that was Saddle Club. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's, her face. shit. Oh, come on. 
Ah. We know this. Yes. Brooks. We do. Brooks. Lauren Brooks. Lauren. That sounds right. Lauren Brooke. Yeah, I don't understand some of the changes that they made. Yeah. Also, like, Alex, I know that you said that she went on a trail ride with uh, Soraya. It's super not. Yeah. That's not Soraya. Hold on. Yeah, that that was the other thing I wanted to mention about the recap. Who was it? That's a good question. Well, Tim doesn't know yet. Do I know? But it's but it's the other friend that they added. If you notice it, they said in the chat window, she's chatting with Soraya. And Soraya's like, yeah, I'll be back in two weeks. And then the next day, oh. she's with that girl at school. And I don't know that she ever said her name. She didn't. I remember her name but, for a reason. And I even, I even said the same thing that you said, Alex. I said, why isn't that Soraya? I didn't even say that. I just went it's Soraya and in my mind I said I didn't remember that they had a different actress in the pilot episode and that's what I (laughs) that's what I did and I went yeah that's Soraya because who the fuck else would it be that's what I said I was like also that actress is Megan Rath and I can't think of a better Soraya but that that's exactly what I thought too I was like I that's actually like almost exactly book version Soraya in my head so they never even introduced her by name in this episode? No. If they, they didn't. did, I missed it. They didn't. What the fuck? Yeah. That's the most confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. Also, even though it said in the chat, I won't be back for two weeks. Like, I mean, we had a girl disappear off a porch. We're not looking for continuity, really. In the <laughs> no. I just honestly assumed that it had been two weeks. Like that That's there was true. a time there jump. There was no, there was absolutely, okay, I found myself so baffled as to timelines because it was just yeah. like, mm-hmm. I have light and dark to go by, but like not necessarily <laughs> in the order that makes sense to me. Yeah, they were like, don't you think it's time for you to go back to school? And I'm like, oh, it's been a few weeks. They're like, you've been in a coma. We did your mom's funeral. I'm like, yeah, in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, who's the creepy guy standing by the road? Is that the dad? And then it turns out it was the dad. And I was like, this all seems like I bet you he's not a dressage rider. Oh, no. They changed that hardcore in this uh, jumper. Oh, hardcore. He had no dressage about him looking at him. He might pull out a shotgun and fight along his kung fu grandfather or father. Like that I could see. I think it was his father in the TV show. I don't know if you're talking about kung fu or... I am talking about Kung Fu. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he's a police officer. See, okay, his dad is like this big Kung Fu, like... Right. Like, Kung Fu policeman? Like, no, 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 no. The dad is just a Kung Fu guy. Like, he's a guy yeah. that does Kung Fu. And there was... Mm-hmm. A, in the TV show in the 70s, it was kind of like the A-Team or Night Rider where he went around, like, righting wrongs. But just mm-hmm. being a Kung Fu guy that wandered the land. He wandered the land like King from Kung Fu. Um, So, right... But then in the 90s, they rebooted it, and now he has a son named Peter, right? And Peter's a police officer. So, of course, mm-hmm. there's that whole we're at odds because I got to do it by the police book. Yeah. And you're the kung fu guy. But then... I can't do things your way, Dad. Yeah. I got to do my own thing. Yeah. And then, but it turns out, really, you can you can just do things your dad's way because he's right. Yeah. Because dads are always right. Is that the moral of that story? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the 90s, yeah. He doesn't believe in, like, the weird mysticisms of Kung Fu, you know? Yeah, it wouldn't It wouldn't be a 90s show without slight racism yeah. in every episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Please don't shit on Kung Fu. The legend continues for me. Don't ruin this I mean, this I'm probably me. going to while we watch it. 
I just told you how much I enjoyed Heartland, and then we've been shitting on it for 20 minutes. So, so uh, uh, Kung Fu The Legend Continues was right around the time that I was watching the American Ninja movies, and you want to talk about something that is just awful that I love. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the American mm-hmm. Ninja movies. They are mm-hmm. bad, but yeah. I love them. And then Michael Dudikoff from the American Ninja movies. Yeah, that's a deep cut. I know it. Uh, he was also in a TV show right around the same time as Kung Fu The Legend Continues, and I believe it was called Viper. And I also love the shit out of that show. I'm going to look that up right now and see if I'm telling you wrong. I think it was called I like Viper. how you're like, yeah, that's a deep cut. As if like a normal, like... Christopher Nolan isn't a deep cut to me. Like, <laughs> I know nothing. Also, when are we talking about Kung Pao Enter the Fist? <laughs> Was it Viper? To the Google. Nope, We're it wasn't. Even getting points for this Google search. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. He's not listed as the cast of Viper. Oh, what no. was the name of that TV show? Why don't you look him up? Python. I am looking him up. Cobra. Michael Dudikoff. Death Adder. Garter snake. <laughs> okay, so Michael Dudikoff was in. This has been a tangent with Tim. A Timgen. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's That's go my back favorite a fruit, a Timgerine. <laughs> okay, here we go. In 1985, he was in American Ninja. Then he was in a movie called Avenging Force. Then he was in American Ninja 2, a movie called Platoon Leader. This gives you the level of movies that he did. American Ninja 4 was 1990. The TV series was called Cobra. Nailed it. That was Alex. You said I that. I did say yep. that. Oh my it god, she Cobra. knew. Yep. The TV show was called Cobra. I don't remember that one. A, a former Navy SEAL becomes a crime fighter for a secret foundation. So it's Knight Rider, and he drove around in a Shelby Cobra. Was Knight Rider a SEAL? No, but uh, he was a crime fighter for a secret foundation. Okay. I've got a lot of old TV show to watch. I mean, yeah, the entire X-Men animated series from the 90s. (laughs) I would. That show, like, you want to talk about changing the animated landscape for a a person my age? That was that show. Uh, That one and the Batman animated TV show. Those are both good. Yeah, they're completely altering the way we did. We did those very episodic... uh, Everything resets to the same way, so you never had to watch the shows in order before those two shows. Those shows made TV interesting. Yeah, it was a real bummer what happened at the end of the X-Men series with, like, taking the animation studios and, like, exporting it out. And, like, just, like, they just destroyed everything. That show could have been really good had they kept on with what they were doing. You know what else was a really big bummer for an animated TV show? Hmm. Do you remember the Spider-Man TV show around the same time? Mm-hmm, yeah. The way they left that show off, because I think everybody in the world assumed it was going to get another season, and it super did not, so they oh. left in just the absolute worst possible spot. Like, this huge, like, game-changing, like, cliffhanger moment, and then nothing <laughs> afterwards. It's horrible. So anyway, Heartland the TV show, uh, really good. Uh, can't wait to watch more. Can't wait to talk about it more. Honestly, yeah. And especially for like a first episode, they they really kind of did good. Like I feel like first yeah. episodes most of the mm-hmm. time are like 
weird stilted. Trench. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the beat that I thought they screwed up was that I thought that uh, Marion was at the getting that horse of her own, you know, like she, so it wasn't Amy's fault. Uh, that got resolved a little bit later on. I was complaining about that earlier in the, the show. But yeah, I think most of the major beat points they hit. I like Scott. I like a lot of these people. Like, I think it's going to be fun. It might even, the 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 Tim Fleming stuff might even be better this way. We'll wait and see. I, I have a lot of opinions about that that eventually we'll talk about. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, we will talk at length about Tim Fleming. We will. But yeah, the actor that plays Scott is the most charismatic man on the face of the fucking Oh my earth. god. Really? Like, yeah. Uh, th- like, instantly, I liked that guy. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the guy that makes me believe in Married at First Sight and Love is Blind. It's that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'll marry him right now. Yeah, exactly. Luke, just go ahead and abandon Carl and this banker side piece you have and just go ahead and get with Scott because yeah. it's just the way things are supposed to be. Um, we keep saying Carl. I think his name is Philip. There's no is way it, to know. It was yeah, it was Carl There's in the no book. There's no way to know. And so he's still shitty New York Carl. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's gonna be gone soon enough. I feel. He better be. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've talked about Heartland, what do we have in the way of horse news? I have great news. It's short, but great. Uh, my horse news takes place in Toronto on the night of All Hallows Eve, but days ago, um, where there's, you know how there's mounted police officers all around Toronto? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the horses dumped the rider and went on a jaunt around the city of Toronto without their <laughs> cop friend on Halloween. Nice. <laughs> nice. So there's video of this horse trotting down the street and the cop like jogging after this horse. It's just like lazily going. It's great. So... Okay, this is the image I have in my mind of of two police horses. One of them named, we'll say Carl, and one of them named Ed. And every day Carl's like, man, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to dump this guy and run around the city. I'm just going to do it. And Ed's like, man, I listen to you say this garbage every day. You're never going to do it. And he's like, you know what? Happy Halloween, motherfucker. And then he just threw the guy and just went for it. And then uh, Ed left there, just starts to slow hoof clap. (laughs) Clop, clop, clop. Nice. It's like, I can't believe he fucking did it. All these years of talking about it, I never thought. Good for him, man. Good Good for for him. him. (laughs) It's like, and then like, he runs past the other police horses and they're all like, woo! He's all like, look at me, I'm free! That's what I think. That's how I play that out in my head. I love it. But I like it. That's fun. That's fun that that horse just ran around for a while. He did. He was just loose. The cops were like, fuck, what do we do? We're the <laughs> cops and we don't have control of this situation. I hope he was running around like and like citizens were like high-fiving him. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Can you imagine just a loose horse running down the street and everybody's like, high-fives, bro. Yes. Yes. This is what would happen. Yes, I can. I would look up. I'd be like, this is my moment. And then I'd run over and then try and like stop the horse and get on it and then just... They'd be like the next day at my funeral. Well, it's a police horse. You'd probably be more than fine. But what I love about that scenario is that Tim's like, this is my moment. Red Dead Redemption. I'm getting on this loose horse. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, Jenna, what do you have for a horse quiz for us? Oh, I've got a horse quiz for you. Oh, I can't wait. 
Are you ready for horse number one? Yes. All right. Horse number one is a champion Japanese thoroughbred racehorse who won the Japanese Phillies Triple Crown in 2018 and holds a world record over 2,400 meters on turf. Is this that the white one? No. Okay. Then I probably won't know anything. Is it the brown one? Yeah. Hey, my question was more impressive, Tim. (laughs) Mine narrowed it down. (laughs) Uh, American Pharaoh. Japanese Pharaoh. Oh, dang it. Uh. <laughs> no. This is a good guess, Alex. Was it wasn't, Tim. It wasn't. I just stole your thing. No, you, you <sighs> know what? It's because Jenna made the mistake of telling me that she thinks it's, I guess, funny was the word she used. We'll say that uh, whenever we make a terrible guess and then just like, good guess. And we're like, yeah, yeah, that was a good guess. So she's like, no, no, it wasn't. I made the mistake of acknowledging the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, you said, uh, the, was it the Japanese Triple Crown? Is that what you said? Japanese Phillies Triple Crown Japanese in 2018. Phillies. Okay, does it have a Japanese name or? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, in, in Japanese, yeah. Well, okay. I'm not saying it in Japanese. That's not happening. Not Not on this podcast. Okay. Wait. I have a question. Which podcast would that happen on? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, the one that pays me personally very, very large monies. Got it. Then I would attempt it. We have to get one of those oversized checks. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For one penny, and I would do it. I just want one of those oversized checks. You can order those big order oversized checks. Like, we can do that. The internet. We should do that for next year. Like, yes, trophy, if we do another Horse Girls live show and have a quiz champion. Yes, a trophy, mm-hmm. obviously. But then we should also give them an extremely large check. But it has like to say yeah. a goof amount of money, like 69 like, cents. Yeah. $20. No, $4.20. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's have another clue. She's also a two-time winner of the Japan Cup, breaking the record in the 2018 race and defeating two other undefeated Japan Triple Crown winners in the 2020 race. Japanese upset. No. Such a good horse racing joke. It's so good. Is it? Yeah, because upset was the horse Mm -hmm. that, that's where the term upset comes from. So the whole thing that I explained to you like 30 times, one of these times is going to land so good (laughs) if I just keep hitting it. Yeah. Um, what if it's moons over my hammy? The Denny's champion. <laughs> the Denny's champion. It's not. Um, there may be a food item in the name. Eggs. Pear. No. No. Cherry. Spaghetti. Oh, hot dog. <laughs> I like how you said, oh, like that could be it. And then said something completely different. Not even in the same vein. I started thinking of things you could make in a pot of boiling water. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, all right. So, kind of how a could vein no one that make that is tangential? Logical leap. Yeah. Bone broth. N- no. Soup. Bone broth is a good horse name. It that is a good horse name, actually. I like it. <laughs> good soup. Apple. Good no. good soup. I would like some good soup. Me too. Fucking Adam Driver. Um, I I'm I am unable to guess <gasps> the correct answer. Fruit by the foot. The horse. No. No. Wouldn't it be fruit by the hoof? Yes. 
Fruit by the Hoof is an excellent horse name. Hoof Loops. Hoof Loops Hoof is really good too. That's so good. Oh my god. Okay, give give me another clue. You want another clue? Yes. Okay. This horse was the 2018 Japanese Horse of the Year, 2018 Best Three-Year-Old Filly, 2020 Japanese Horse of the Year, and 2020 Best Older Filly or Mare. She was the world champion of 2020 in the TRC Global Horses Rankings, and she is the highest earning racehorse in the world among the racehorses born in 2015. Zenyata. I have known it. I'm going to have to go to Google. I think Zenyata okay. is Australian, and we've already done that one. I think we have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the one where I did the Zendaya joke. I mean, you have made that joke a couple of yeah, times, so yeah. you, we can't really narrow things down yeah. by that. I, here. If I said that, I got to sneak that joke in again. So, so I've already that's... told you that this horse has a food type item in the name. Yes. That food type item is also a shape, and the shape pertains to the other part of the name. I am so dumb. Like I that please tell me. Please tell me what you immediately thought because I need this knowledge. Well, you said, honeycomb? No, that would have been fuck Tim. That would have been great. Because what Because <laughs> what I did, you're like, the name is also a shape. And I went, obviously it's orange. Because <laughs> <laughs> an orange is round, and then I'm like, why are you like this? Oh my god, that's so good. Oh my god. Oh. I hate my brain. I love it. I it's it. it's a goddamn wonder. It it keeps me young. It's horrible. No. <laughs> it's rice krispies. Okay, no. hold on. The food is a shape. What shape is food? Yeah. There's circle. This is like a, this is like a it's like a, sn- a snack type food, you know, for people who are healthier than us. Peach rings. Rice cakes. <laughs> Wow, Alex. <laughs> I don't know. I ate an entire bag of gummies this week. So, and I'm not talking about like gummy bears. No, I'm talking about like shit you had to unwrap individually. Yeah. All right. Like the three foot long most, snakes. Most in one setting. What? You know, the, the gummy snakes that are like the size of a real snake. You seen those? I have not. And now I need one. Yeah, they're great. Although it will make me sad at first. Yeah. But I am going to eat it. Yeah. Do you go head to tail or tail to head? I've never eaten one, but I imagine oh, no. that I would go oh, okay. head to tail so that as the scales slide down my gullet, they would not <laughs> go against I'm... the grain. So you're going to eat it like a snake <laughs> and just attempt to swallow yes. this whole thing so that you have like an entire fucking tube, an entire hot dog full of gummy snakes. Yeah. I like to make an Ouroboros. I'm not going to tell you how. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I hate this. I hate it so much. Maybe you had to swallow it whole and poop it whole. <laughs> That's the real and then, and, and then, then swallow it whole again. <laughs> it's like a solo human centipede is what you just described. Snake-a-pede, Tim. Snake-a-pede. <laughs> the boro centipede. Okay, so circle, triangle, square... <laughs> I like honeycomb. You already said it. Honeycomb is the one that makes sense. It's it's not. It's not that. Okay. Um, It's not that. Neither a honey or a comb is a shape. (laughs) Honeycomb is a shape. (laughs) What are you saying? I'm gonna. uh, 
I don't I don't know if giving you another hint is gonna make this better or worse. Let's go for it. Let's try it. It relates to a structure on the face. A structure? <laughs> Almond? Mouth? Ah! Almond-shaped eyes. Can you drop a word there? Almond eyes. Okay, we're giving it to you, Alex. You're getting it. It is almond eye. I've done it. Holy <laughs> Jesus. This from the girl who, when you said shape and fruit, I said orange. <laughs> Tim, this should be your most stinging victory. Lost yet. It My is. victory. This should be your most stinging I'm, victor loss. I'm so mad. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't go by the metric system. I've never used almond as a shape. You've never heard of almond shaped eyes before? No. And I've never looked at anything and been like, it's almond. It's almond shaped. Like whenever we did really? geometry, we never ended up with an almond. Well, that's because you have to be able to calculate the shapes in geometry. And almond is kind of one of those like freeform ones. <laughs> yeah you cannot calculate you there's listen it's mathematically mm -hmm. impossible to calculate an almond. impossible yeah what's the volume of an almond nobody knows volmond volmond yeah can't even guess it's not even liquid in there no one knows mm -hmm. yeah what's horse number two Horse number two was an outstanding Australian bred camp drafter and very influential ancestor of Australian stock horses Pepto Boonsmall. No. Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good good answer. Good guess. Good guess. Good, mm -hmm. good game. Mm -hmm. Good game. <laughs> mm -hmm. Does this one have any food items in it? No. Does it have any shapes? I would not eat this one. Rat poison. No. Nightshade. No. Hemlock. Figgy pudding. No. <laughs> no. Figgy, figgy pudding. <laughs> Is it perhaps figgy pudding? Oh, man. You guys, we've lost it. We've lost the thread. It's gone. Okay, it's Australian. So yeah. clearly it's Marmite. Oh, no. I feel like Jenna would eat Marmite. Vegemite? 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 I would eat it. Have, have eaten it. Tim Tams. Love Tim Tams. Yeah, me too. They're great. Yeah. What's another hint? Oh, okay. All right. I forgot what I've already said. That it's not something you would eat, and it's also not a food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a base stallion bred by Donald Beaton of Levdale, Gloucester, New South Wales. Free Willy. Yeah. Keiko. No. Morgan. Oh, no. too soon. I'm just naming whales at this point. Oh. Namu. Nutka. Shamu. Chimo. No. Mm. Is there any hint you can give us about the name of this horse? Sure. Yes, about the name that is not related to the horse itself. The name is a naturally occurring radioactive metal. Uranium. No. I don't know if that's a metal or if it's naturally occurring. Metal. Isn't everything, like, isn't even, like, concrete mildly radioactive? I doubt it. No, I'm pretty sure that's it a It is, fact. yeah, yeah. I know I said it like a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, gold. Copper. Nickel. 
aluminium. <laughs> you said Australian. You have to pronounce it that way. R&R. Can you give us another hint? Crocodile. About the name or about the horse? About the, what do you want? the name. Okay, it's formed by the decay of uranium and thorium in the environment. This seems like something I should know. Isotope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Half-life. <laughs> Electron. Superconductor. Is that iridium? No. Ooh, I would name a horse this. Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> you would name a horse that, and it would be awesome. What do you what is what is formed by the decay of uranium? You do you think I'm just gonna like fall for that? No, I was asking it? Alex. Oh, okay. Because she's all what? she knows all about almonds, so as a shape. So I must know about uranium. Yeah. Okay, because you know the only answer I thought it was your mommy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, now my brain's like Eurydice. Don't don't rhyme. Eurydice. Give me the answer. Um Uranium Bomb. It was discovered by Marie and Pierre Curie. Oh shit. Now I should really know. Yeah. The, you should yeah, really know. I really should There's know. the polio yeah. vaccine? No, uh No, that was Jonas Salk, wasn't it? I think so. Not isotope. Ger- no. Like Germanium? Shit. No. Plutonium? No. There's, there is a 2018 movie with this in the title. Mud. That was not 2018. No. Yeah, that's what's wrong with that guess. There's those fucking girls that ate all the glow-in-the-dark paint. I know. I know it's there. It's just not there. Come on. I know. S- silver? Come on. I know, and it's the name of that book is the... Yes, the, it is. The something on girls. It's Eom, it ends in Eom, I know that. The suicide girls? No, that's a different thing altogether. The palladium girls? Oh, you're getting so close. Yeah, you are getting close. I hate this for you. I hate this for me too. Because like, I know that I know the word. Yeah. God damn it, it's... The glow-in-the-dark shit. Tim, it's the glow-in-the-dark shit. It is the glow-in-the-dark shit. And they painted it on watch faces with tiny mm-hmm. brushes. Yep. Plutonium, though? No, that's the same word. It's just, you're just saying the same word. Mm-hmm, 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 yep. They painted it on watch faces? Mm-hmm. To make swatch watches? To make them glow-in-the-dark. Why? To so make them glow-in-the-dark. No, but, like, why would this make a movie? It's... A movie, well, I don't know if it was a movie. I'm assuming the movie was a, like the book ad- adaptation, movie yeah. adaptation of the book. Yeah. Yes. Um, the book's title, it's it's something girls. And it's like that. It's like uranium girls or uranium girls or like it's right in there. And that was like a, f- a famous book about those women that like did that. And then like their teeth and their jaws would get all like cancerous and like fall out and everything. And they would, everybody at the factory would be like, no, it's totally safe. You can absolutely mm-hmm. do this. And like to make the the numbers on the watches, they'd lick their brushes in between them and oh, then dip it in, okay. in the okay. powder. Mm-hmm. I, I misunderstood. I thought this was just like some kids that were making a product. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize no. this was, okay. Phos- phosphorus? No. Phosphorus. Manganese. No. Do you have a periodic table of elements in there? I like, don't. Okay. These are all from memory. Nice. Casey would know this immediately. Yes. Trillium? No. That's a good guess, though. Um, the atomic number is 88. Casey would know this. What's the, what's the atomic symbol? 
I'm not giving you that. Oh, that would have gotten That'd me there, That'd be sweet, huh? though. Yeah. Pentium? Uranium. No. It's the sixth element in group two of the periodic table, also known as the alkaline earth metals. If I could just remember the title of this book. Do you want to go to Google and put yourself out of your misery, or yeah. do you want to keep going? Yeah. I guess. I guess to Google. Oh. All right. On your mark. Get set. Go. Radium? Yeah. Finally. Check out that horse, though. Like, that's... He's a cool horse. Is it radium or radon? Radium. This one has 86 as radon. 88? Oh, is that why I'm looking at the wrong thing? Mm. That's one pretty-ass horse. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, gorgeous. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I hope so. Number three. Mm-hmm. Number three is a 2005 American sports comedy family film directed by Frederick DeChow. A sports comedy? Mm-hmm. 2005? Mm-hmm. Thunder Jam. No. Give, give me another hint. Racing Stripes. It is Racing Damn Stripes. Ah, yes. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Oh, what a what a redemption from the first two. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the Thunder Jam movie is called like Ready to Run or something like that. It's not called Thunder Jam. So. That's the name of the horse. Yeah. Oh man. I did terrible. <sighs> terrible that round. But mm. you know who never does bad? Who? Our patrons and their metal horses. <gasps> oh. Do you want to know what we call them? Yes. Fantastic. We call our own horses Moose John McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly. But those are those are our horses that we've put in the metal barn. And they are metal. But you know what? We share the metal of the horses around, including Iron Meriden from Philip D. Keating, Stevie Lake's boyfriend, and Hot Lava SpaghettiOs from Nate, and Dime Bag from Matt Allen. That's right, I'm doing them in a different order. Yeah, I just thought like I'd a, shake I'm things up. Super confused. I see. <laughs> and then Dime Bag from Matt Allen, and then Dale Donuts the Third from Anonymous Steve, who I've never doxed once on this show, never not once. And then Marital Combat from Metastrophe. He gets. I feel like his is a metal name. Sorry. You know, you get it. Anyways, what about Glue Factory from Bean? And then Ronnie from Scott. Hey, you want to know something else fun about Scott? Yeah, always. Okay. Oh, okay. So Scott has started a podcast that everybody should (gasps) go listen to. Are you kidding me? What's it about? It's about, well, it's, it's focused on Chicago sports, but they also have a Discord and you can go in there and say nice things about Trey Young. Yeah, and you should. I do that regularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's called the Horns Over Hoops podcast. I did say it right. I was worried. Uh, and everybody should go give it a listen and a like and a follow. And then join the Discord and say fun things about your favorite sports teams. It doesn't have to be Chicago. You know what? I would like to give a special shout out to, it doesn't even have to be about sports. Are you more into the giant costume mascot guys that do cool tricks at halftime? There's a channel for that. That's true. Heck Yeah. Yeah, we can all talk about why Gritty is horrible. Or great. <laughs> Take blooper any day. Starting some fights. Any day. What about January 15th? Ooh, good question. What about January 15th? 
Would you take blooper that day? Oh, man, I was like, is that tax day? That's not tax day. Uh, yes. Yes. Over gritty? Yes. Okay, what about on tax day, Tim? You know what? Any Philadelphia sports-related thing is garbage. There, I said it. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. Now go fight with Tim in the Discord. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I might have just... Maybe Philly wasn't the fan base that I should have started with. No. Maybe I should have picked it. <laughs> They're going to burn it down. <laughs> Maybe I should have picked an easier one to poke, poke at. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Hey, how long are our outros? Not seven minutes They're yet. not seven minutes? No. All right. Why don't you go ahead and do one? And this brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that Philadelphia will end, Tim, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, especially after today's quiz answers, follow us at Horse Girls Podcast, which is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Horse Girls Cast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine, to search for one thing, and that's Horse Girls merch. Uh, you want to do a Metal Horse in the Barn sort of deal? Sure. Go to SingleThoughtConnection.com, T-H-O-T. It's great. But you know what? We also have things there like a veritable plethora of content to offer you. But more importantly, Horses in the Barn. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. Do you like TTRPGs? Me too. Check out the Botch Podcast or Dungeons and Draken Beams or Late Starters. Do you like Animorphs? Check out Animorphs Anonymous. Are you betwitched by Jenna? Of course you are. Who isn't? Check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L because Jenna never takes the loss. This is my new chant. It's going to work out one of these days. One singular L, okay? Not the second one. Unneeded. Go ahead. Google the second L. Go out there into the world. But don't, for the love of God, put it in twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill. And if you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, it's because it is. And it was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com and also AloofTroop.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Twas the month of December. And all through your phones, a disturbance of alerts, rings, buzzes, and tones. A story has arrived, nestled deep in your pocket, unannounced, unbidden, such a gift to unlock it. It begins today, and on for 23 days more. Pay heed to this feed for an epic obscure. A Christmas calamity, insanity, we hope to never endure. So rein in your reindeer as we approach the first door. Wistful white winter wood with a wreath wrapped all in bows. How fitting for the beginning to a song of sugar and snow. It all starts this Friday, December 1st at 12.01 Eastern. You can find out where to listen at linktree slash Drop. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Drop. Okay, bye.